It was. That was kind of like an old whack uh, battle there for a little bit. San Diego State all over again. But, um, yeah, it, it kind of felt that way. Just, you know, both offenses were going and, and uh, putting a lot of pressure on both defenses as well. Hard for you to dial up all those plays for Jamal being a former quarterback? No, those are the easy ones. Uh, <laughs> when you're running the ball, it makes play calling a lot easier when you can just turn around and hand it to him. So uh, the hard part's dialing up all the pass plays, trying to get guys open all the time. So uh, that was a fun one for me just to be able to, to turn him loose. And I think for our, our guys up front, they really enjoyed the opportunity to come off the ball and go get people. The tight end, obviously had a lot of balls what is that a sign of things to come or just what Toledo was doing or? yeah a little bit of what they were doing um they, you know they got to a single high and playing man on that position and and then you know when you're running the ball that way it opens things up behind those linebackers and so that's kind of what you envision going in you'd like to see the offense kind of run like is, is run pass and keep people off balance so um I thought you know those guys did a great job of stepping up the second half kind of challenged them at halftime after seeing the way Toledo played us towards the end of this, the first half and and they stepped up and made some plays for us so that was great to see and I think gives everybody you know a little more confidence in being able to do those things. What changes did you make during halftime and what was your message to the team after kind of struggling in the second quarter? Yeah the second quarter was kind of a downer um, but you know we came in and like I said challenged the tight ends that they're going to have to make some plays for us because of the way they were playing us and and uh, just challenged them to keep running the ball like we were. We were going to go back to some of those things. And, and so, you know, that it worked out, you know, kind of like you'd hope that second half. Is that how you envisioned the offense running, you know, when, when you were talking to us back in, in April and during spring ball and everything? Is that kind of how you envision everything going, or is it still working? Yeah, um, I mean, that was a good indication, but you watch the film and it's still not clean enough. You know, there's still room for improvement, and we can be tighter on things. And when you play – a defense like Michigan State, you're going to have to be a lot tighter. Um, so we, uh, you know, we felt good about the progress and things, but there's definitely enough to clean up. But I think coming in, that was kind of what I envisioned our offense to be like. I don't know about 300 yards rushing every game, but um, you know, we'll take it uh, anytime we can get that. We'd love to have that every week. So. Um, you know, we just got to continue to work at it. And, and every game's going to unfold differently where you may have to start throwing the ball. They're going to crowd the box, and, you know, Jamal's going to be a focus. So we understand that going in, and, and we'll have some things available to us that hopefully keep them off balance and keep them honest and not let people crowd the box all the time. That first play to Jonah Trinnerman. Uh, did you go to him and talk to him before? Say, hey, man, we're gonna throw a bomb to the first play of the game. Oh yeah, we uh, you know we let our guys kind of know our, our thoughts, initial thoughts going into the game, and and that that would be our first play, and that we thought we could get that matchup um, based on formation and and uh, those types of things. So I think. He was prepared for it. I think Taysom was ready for it, and we'd been kind of conservative the weeks before on, on opening play. So you kind of self-study, and, and uh, it's time to take a shot. So that's kind of the old BYU offense. <laughs> what, kind of what we're seeing. Well, we didn't we didn't do that all the time. First play of the game, but you, you know, as a coach, you, you know, there's times where they're gonna they're gonna play coverage and expect something down the field a lot of times, and so kind of felt like it was the right time and the right play for everything. Obviously, Michigan State's defense is not Toledo. Is there a defense that you guys have played so far that you might be able to compare them to, UCLA, Utah? Somewhere? Yeah, they're real similar to UCLA and Utah. I mean, based on their front, they're four down front uh, primarily and, and uh, great linebackers. And so, it, you know, it's going to be another one of those types of games. But I'm hoping that we've 
kind of grown and learned from those games and taken steps in the right direction that we can go out and execute and probably won't be 55 points against a Michigan State team, but um, we hope to, to be in the game and give us a chance to win at the end as we have in, in most of the others. You expect a lot of man press like Michigan did last year? Yeah, Michigan State's a, a press team. They're uh-huh. going to come up and challenge your outside receivers and, and play a little more four and, and their safety's down to be available in the run game. So, you know, we'll have to pick our spots when we take our shots. But, uh, you know, it's no different week in and week out. I think we've seen man press most every week. And, you know, we're starting to get accustomed to it, and our receivers are continuing to work to get off of it. And, and then, uh, you know, you try to get some formations where you help them get some releases and those types of things. So it won't be any different than what we've seen in the first five games. Are you seeing a maturation process between the chemistry of the offensive line and, and Jamal? Are you seeing that kind of develop more as, as the season wears on? Yeah, definitely. Um, those guys up front, I mean, they, they've got to have the timing down as yeah. much as anybody, you know, really as much as the quarterbacks and receivers do in the passing game, when to come off of double teams, when when they're getting, you know, help, when they're not. And uh, I think our guys are starting to understand that. And, and, you know, this is really a chance for us to validate that uh, the last couple of weeks and, and against, you know, a top-ranked defense that we know even though they've got a couple guys down, they're going to have quality backups behind them that will go in and play at a high level. So we don't expect anything to change from what we see on film based on personnel. Uh, the scheme they play with and the passion is going to be there. How important is it to get Squally Canada more reps to kind of really, kind of be a relief pitcher for Jamal Williams? Yeah, it was great to be able to do that this last week, you know, to get him a few more back-to-back carries, those types of things, because that's really what you need as a back is just to get that feel, you know, one a half or one a quarter doesn't do a lot for you to get into the flow of the game. So it was great to be able to get him in there and know that, you know, if, if Jamal needs a break or something happens, he can go in and play at a high level. How nice was it to get him in the end zone? Oh, that was great. He's been working hard. Great attitude, you know, doesn't say much, knows kind of his role, but um, he has been working hard. And so you, you want to see those guys that, that work hard at it uh, have success. So it was fun. The fullbacks have also done quite a bit of blocking and, you know, deserve credit right. for that. But they also were able to get involved in the pass game, catch a couple of passes. Nice to see them, you know, just get those moments as well. Yeah, when you're when they're involved in the run game, they've got to be a part of the play-action game as well. So, you know, we've got total confidence in, in both out and Braden to, to do that. They both are really good athletes, uh, you know, and have the size to be able to block and be a viable receiver for us. You expect to get Louie back this week? Probably not. No, he's still uh, a little ways away, so we'll uh, we'll take it a week at a time, but uh, he hasn't practiced yet this week. What about Riley Bird? Is, is the plan to redshirt him? Yeah, we're, you know, we're kind of seeing how the season goes, and, and if we had a rash of injuries, obviously, you know, it's next man up, but um, right now, that's the plan, is to let him, you know, continue to develop. There's not a need for him right now, so uh, it'd be great to have him next year ready to go. Coach, during the Toledo game, you went up to the defense and told them to hold just one more time. What's your, <laughs> I what did? is your, rela- you did, I heard it. <laughs> I say a lot of things I don't remember during a game. <laughs> what, what is your relationship like with the defensive guys? It's great. I mean, they, they held us uh, and gave us opportunities uh, early in the season. And, you know, it's nice to, to have the tables flipped and us to be able to pick up the slack at times, you know, and know, I think they know that we can do that and we've got confidence in them to be able to do that for us uh, in different games as well. So got a great relationship with a lot of the players and, uh, 
you know, it's, it's fun to be able to interact with them come game time and, and uh, cheer them on and, and root them on and encourage them because really those two turnovers were big to be able to get short fields and to get scores on those were a big part of the game for us. So people kind of overlooked those two because we gave up 53 points, but uh, a defense plays and they get turnovers and those make a difference in a game like that.